0: All right, this is your boy, JCF of The Prophets Picks. And I got a few people I want to promote on today. Highlighting Nails by Imani. That is once again, at nailsby.ymani in Jonesboro, Georgia, 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia 30236. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia. She is the best. Nail Technician, inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter. Once again, it is 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. She's open right now in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. It is 12 over there right now. And in this time zone, Bishop's Southern Cuisine, 10400 South Post Oak Road, Suite E, Houston, Texas, United States of America, Bishop Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. Once again, Bishop Southern Cuisine. Check him out even during the holidays. Shopneallife.com forward slash forest health. Once again, that is shopneallife.com forward slash my last name and the word health ran by the Mrs. Heavenly Hair, as well as the online beauty boutique. Com. Check her out. Check me out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at profits underscore picks is the Twitter handle. The profits 2019 is the Instagram handle. And I am at the profits at gmail.com. Arigato joy, arigato at soundcloud.com. Check him out as well. Check us all out. We're one big happy family and get ready for the show coming up next prediction shows. For this week in the nfl at the prophets picks football podcast show have a great day everybody and stay tuned to the show coming up next one All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Prophets Pits football podcast show. It is the well-rested and well-deserved, well-earned day after Christmas 2022. And I wanted to work on yesterday and do the Saturday Night Football Results show, but a proper head prevailed a more family oriented head prevail. There was no disruption and no argument or anything like that. I just decided at the last minute to really go out and enjoy some Christmas lights and drive around and see what else Houston had to offer. I know Houston has way more to offer than just what we saw on last night, but nevertheless, it was fun. Got up, Thank God for waking us up on a beautiful Christmas Sunday morning. Had an am- amazing uh, Christmas breakfast, and my 12-year-old led the prayer for Christmas dinner. Opened up gifts. Still some gifts on the way, by the way. And uh, yeah, that was at the late stuff, but. Played the uh what is that the Nintendo Switch with the fam for hours and then uh then we had Christmas dinner of course. We just had it early for like lunch. It was like a midday uh lunch forward slash dinner. And then after that, uh watched a couple of things with the fam. And then uh what did we do? After that, uh yeah, we I decided at the last minute, hey, let's go look at these Christmas lights that the missus was talking about. So Instead of doing the Saturday Night Football Results show last night when we got home from seeing the Christmas lights, because got home at a really good hour, didn't get home late, didn't get home at like 9, 10, 11, got home like about, I think it was probably about six thirty-seven. 37, so uh, I actually could have did the Saturday Night Football Results show on last night, but as I first stated a few moments ago, decided to take the fam out and look at the beautiful Christmas lights in I believe it's River Oaks, Houston, Texas. So that was fun. However, Christmas Day for my NFL predictions were not fun at all. And NFL, if you're listening, don't ever do three games on Christmas Day ever again in NFL history. I don't care if Christmas does on a Sunday because there will be a moment in time in which Christmas Day does in fact fall on a Sunday again it's going to happen again but whatever you do please do not schedule just three games I predicted my Dolphins would beat the Green Bay Packers and my prediction was Miami Dolphins 27 Packers 22 Tua Tonga Valoa gave the Packers a football game period in the discussion that's what it all boils down to. Not only that, the Green Bay Packers championship defense, something that they have not had in the first three years in which they had 13 victories and three losses the first two years from Mike LeFleur and then 13-4 last year, something that did not exist, all of a sudden now existed when they decide to go down to South Florida and play my Miami Dolphins. 26-20 was the final Green Bay Packers won. No, I'm not giving the statistics of that football game. Just know that Tua Tongvaloa threw three interceptions. Three interceptions in a row. Three drive-ending, game-ending interceptions in the last quarter and a half of the game. Tua has a problem. He needs to get his crap together. Period. End the discussion. And then Denver at Los Angeles. If I did not get a more lopsided game wrong this season it was definitely this one so far in week 16 with one game remaining that is tonight monday night football 8 15 p.m eastern chargers at colts i have gotten one two three four uh five games six games excuse me incorrect of course even though it didn't feel like it christmas eve this past saturday the majority of all of the nfl was played Christmas Eve that was another thing I think because of the fact it was Christmas Eve it didn't really feel like the NFL was actually playing on Christmas Eve even though I was sitting there watching most of the Vikings game against the Giants their so-called whiteout where the white helmets at man if you're gonna really go white out go white out dude Like, you wear all white jerseys in the regular season with purple helmets. For some strange reason, I thought the Minnesota Vikings was going to have white helmets. That literally would have sealed the deal. Like, that would have been so hard, right? If the Vikings had white helmets to go with their white jerseys and their white pants with the white socks. And you can have purple shoes because the jersey numbers is purple, right? That's fine. I just thought for some strange reason they were going to have white helmets. I guess because of something that I saw on social media. And when I saw it on social media, for some strange reason, it sticks out in my mind. So, but yeah, um, it did not feel like the majority of all of the NFL games were played on Christmas Eve for week 16. Even though they were. So, uh, yeah, 51-14 to Rams over the Denver Broncos in that mid-afternoon game, and it was during that mid-afternoon game, it started to get late, it was late in third quarter, and I was like, you know what, let's go and look at these Christmas lights, and it was fun, Christmas day was fun, uh, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, that was a really great Christmas, I was with those that was with me this year, earlier when I had my accident, I was with those that was with me earlier this year when I had COVID-19. I was with those that was with me earlier this year when we had to go back and forth 12 times total to Beaumont and then Houston to complete and finish our move from Beaumont to Houston. I was with those that was with me and those were the three most trying times of the year for me. Those times that I just named. So if anyone's offended because of that, then that's your problem. Um, that's just you and your guilt and you're dealing with that because I made that statement because that's the truth. And that's what happened this year. I was with those that was with me. And those were my three most trying times this year. And I would not have had to go back and forth to Beaumont 12 times if we, as a family did what we always do when we moved. So with that being said, the new year is approaching, and once the new year approaches, in all honesty, those three things that I just mentioned, they will be more more than forgotten, with the exception of the car accident, because of course, if anyone's been listening to the show, you know I'm still trying to seek justice for the car accident, so uh, yeah, with that being said, this is once again the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, Saturday Night Football Results, show and once again i predicted miami to win they lost i thought the denver broncos was going to win 20 to 10 with their championship defense i guess the defense just said you know what screw it forget it and i'm not surprised at that because i predicted that would eventually happen as well i thought it was going to happen a lot sooner than it has but on yesterday you know what it was christmas day broncos defense said you know what we don't feel like playing at a championship level any longer screw it let Russell figure it out on his own. We've done all the weekend, all season long. We don't care. Just forget it. 51 to 14. And as I was driving with the fam to view the Christmas lights in River Oak in beautiful River Oaks, Houston, um, I was like, man, this looks like a Madden game that I would be playing on my video game right now. 51 to 14? Are you kidding me? And uh, yeah, got home. It was about 6 45. Sunday night football. Sunday didn't feel like Sunday. Saturday felt like Sunday. In all honesty, Monday feels like a Tuesday, which is the day that we're on right now. Monday, December the 26th, 2022. And then yesterday didn't feel like a Sunday. Yesterday felt like it was Monday. So once Christmas Eve hit, just everything just got Flip turned upside down and it was in a complete and total good way. Not in a bad way. Trust me. Like I said, I have no complaints. This was the best Christmas in a very long time. Best Christmas, I would say, since uh, pandemic year. And most people can't say that, but we can. 2020 Christmas was was really, really good. I was able to do what I needed to do. For uh, the fam, that year as well. Uh, alrighty, alrighty then. Saturday night, the Steelers at home against the Raiders, and somehow, some way, a Christmas miracle arrived at a Mirasur Stadium, and. The Pittsburgh Steelers went from three and, or should I say, uh, two and four at home to three and four at home. And they did the impossible. The reason why I said it is because the game was won with rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett just missing that wicked Prophets picks omen for quarterbacks in a losing effort. But he won. Completed 26 passes on 39 pass attempts. The only touchdown of the game off of his right gloved hand in that frigid snow, frigid cold weather. The game winning touchdown to rookie wide receiver, national champion Bulldog, George Pickens. At the very end of the football game. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Raiders dominated the football game against Pittsburgh Steelers 10-3 at the end of the first half. They continue to dominate in third quarter 10-3. It was 7-0 at the end of the first Las Vegas Raiders. And then it was a 3-3 tie in the second quarter. If there was no touchdown in the first quarter, it would have been a 3-3 tie in the uh, in the half to start the third quarter. Third quarter, both defenses showed up. Nobody scored anything in the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, Stellar's defense kept the Chargers, begging pardon the Chargers, the Raiders at bay. And first um, Stiller's offense scored 10 points in the fourth and final quarter. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 13 to 10. Touchdown at the end of the game. Thirteen ten. It was ten to six. It was ten to six, and the game ended with that field goal. Beg your pardon. Not with that field goal. With that touchdown pass to George Pickens at the end of the in, at the back of the end zone. It was a 10-play, 76-yard drive. And that 10-play, 76-yard drive took basically the rest of the fourth quarter. That drive alone was two minutes and nine seconds. And the reason why it was two minutes and nine seconds was because the Steelers had the score. They had the score. A touchdown, And they did. George Pickens caught a 14-yard touchdown pass from Kenny Pickett. And the extra point by Boswell was good. And then the Raiders got the football back in Derek Carr in classic Derek Carr fashion. Through an interception. As the pass was intended for Hunter Renfro. And it was intercepted by Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback, Mr. Sutton. Just an amazing game. I thought my primetime week 16 record was in jeopardy, and it was not. Steelers won. I am now 2-0 on Saturday nights, and I will stay 2-0 on Saturday Night Football in the NFL until the 2023 NFL season. Thank you very much, Pittsburgh. Thank you very much, Buffalo, for defeating my Miami Dolphins a couple of Saturdays ago, the weekend before Christmas week. I really appreciate it. 13 first downs for the Raiders, 9 of the 13 through the air, 4 of the 13 on the ground. The Steelers defense nor the Raiders defense made a mistake that would award the Steelers offense or the Raiders offense a first down. 12 third downs for the Raiders, 6 of the 12 through the uh 6 of the 12 converted on third down. And 52 total plays for the Raiders in the game for a total of 201 yards. That's rushing and passing, averaging a measly 3.9 the entirety of the game. So that lets you know right there. Pittsburgh Steelers defense for the most part got the job done the majority of the game. Franco Harris's number was retired. At halftime of the game, and you gotta say Franco Harris was looking down upon the uh, Steelers Raiders game Saturday night. Steelers are third now in the AFC North standings. They're seven and eight, but the Baltimore Ravens won against my Atlanta Falcons as I predicted they would on Saturday Christmas Eve. And the Cincinnati Bengals beat the New England Patriots, as I predicted they would, Saturday afternoon on Christmas Eve. Bengals are 11-4, Ravens are 10-5. and five. But guess what, ladies and germs? Ravens and Steelers this coming Sunday, New Year's Day. And then, I believe the Ravens and the Bengals play each other week 18 to end the season. Anyone remembers... There was a Sunday night football game with the Bengals losing to the Ravens. That game is so important right now. As on January the 8th, Cincinnati will host the Purple, Black, and Magic Gold. Raiders are now third. In their division, or should I say, they are still third in their division, AFC West, six and nine. Time of possession for the Raiders: 27 minutes, 21 seconds. Three interceptions thrown by Derek Carr. 20 penalty yards on two penalties. They had a total of 10 offensive drives in the game. That's the Raiders' statistics. Steelers' statistics: 19 first downs, 13 of the 19 through the air, six of the 19 on the ground. 14 third downs, five of the 14 converted. 66 total drives, plays, excuse me, in the game on 11 total drives for 350 total yards. That 350 total is rushing and passing, by the way. 5.3 was the average per play. And then 35 penalty yards on three penalties for the Pittsburgh Steelers. One interception thrown by Kenny Pickett, the rookie quarterback from the University of Pittsburgh Panthers. And then time possession. 32 minutes, 39 seconds, 209 of that 32, 39 was at the end of the game with a touchdown pass to George Pickens from the rookie Kenny Pickett. Both of these guys are rookies. Winning the game for the Steelers and winning the game for me, yes. 2-0 in Saturday night football. Now, with Christmas Eve, the games that was played before Saturday night. Um, I went What did I go on Saturday? On Saturday I went 6 and 4. I got 6 games right, I got 4 games wrong and I got Saturday night football correct. Uh yesterday once again Christmas Day, I got 2 games wrong and then I got of course Sunday night football correct. Thanks again Tom Brady out in the desert. Winning and exercising those demons. Yet again at State Farm Stadium. First Super Bowl there with the Patriots. He lost it. Patriots did not finish perfect. It was one of the best years of my life ever watching that go down. Sorry, Tommy. And then I picked the Seahawks to beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl in Arizona. Exercise those demons. Patriots won. Of course, we all know it was Malcolm Butler, the second, that won that game, not Tom Brady. Funny how defense wins championships. And then last night, Tom Brady returning yet again, and the Patriots weren't the team he was playing for. The Buccaneers was, and he continues to exercise those desert demons is what I like to call them. For some strange reasons, it's really difficult for Tom Brady, whether he's a Patriot or a Buccaneer, to win in Arizona. And I'll talk about that coming up next. But first, the finishing touches on Saturday Christmas Eve football. Once again, I went six and four. If you include Saturday night football, I went seven and four. And Saturday was the best day for me. And uh, I will have to combine last Saturday's results with this past Saturday's results. And uh, right now, that is six, seven, eight, eight and five, eight and five. So 8-5 on Saturdays, that Saturday in the daytime and in the nighttime combined. 8-5 and five on Saturdays. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good way to finish up the year. There will be no NFL Saturday games this coming Saturday. There will be a Thursday night football game finale, December the 29th. And I will be predicting the winner of that game between Dallas and Tennessee later on. This afternoon I'll take a brunch break in between the Sunday night football results show, this results show for Saturday night and the Thursday night football prediction. And as everyone knows, I will either finish one game below 500 on Thursday night football or I will finish a game over. As I've gotten the last two Thursday night football games correct and right now I'm sitting on 500. I'm 8 and 8. All right. Derek Carr, 16 for 30, 174 through the air, 5.8 per, a touchdown pass, three interceptions thrown. The dagger was the very last one, trying to come back and win it and make it a 16 to 13 victory. But the interception thrown, he was sacked three times for a loss of 31 yards, quarterback rating of 20.2, quarterback overall rating of 42.2. Josh Jacobs, 15 carries, 44 yards. uh, The Raiders as a team, 19 for 58, 3.1 per, no rushing touchdowns. Darren Waller returns. Yay, but too late. Four for 58. Average 14.5 per. Tight ends, wide receivers, H-backs, fullbacks, running backs for the Raiders. 16 receptions, 474 receiving yards. 10.9 was the average per. And the receiving touchdown was for Hunter Renfro. He also had four receptions, for 42 yards, 10.5 per. Pittsburgh Steelers, yet again, Franco Harris was looking down upon him. Franco Harris unfortunately died last Tuesday, I believe it was, at the age of 72. The Immaculate One had the Immaculate Reception that catapulted the Steelers to what we all know and love them as today back in the 70s. Four Super Bowl championships in the 70s for the Steelers and then three Super Bowl championships in the early to mid-2000s. Congratulations once again to the Steelers franchise as Franco Harris is the one that got it started. And all of his teammates says this. It's not something that I'm saying. Something that they're saying. His teammates saying he died once again last Tuesday. And his jersey was going to be retired. He was going to enjoy that. And he passed away before. Days, literally days before, he can enjoy that. Not only that, NFL Network did a football live, Franco Harris. That was done on Friday night. All of this was scheduled in advance, and he passed away last Tuesday. Prayers to the Franco Harris and the Harris family as we all lost a great one this past Tuesday. Kenny Pickett, 26 completions on 39 pass attempts. No, he did not reach that omen here at the Providence Fix Football Podcast Show. The quarterbacks getting 40 pass attempts in a losing effort or in a come-from-behind effort, luckily winning, that didn't happen. Fortunately, Kenny Pickett, 26-39, for 39, 244 yards passing, 6.3 was the average per completion, and then a touchdown pass, interception thrown. He was not sacked, quarterback rating of 59.7, overall rating of 81.6. How is a rookie quarterback looking better than a veteran quarterback and Derek Carr with the weapons by the way that Derek Carr has offensively let's not forget he got Darren Waller back how does this happen coaching my friend coaching Najee Harris 16 carries 53 yards rushing no relation to the Franco Harris family by the way and then the Steelers as a team, they rushed for over 100 yards, 27 carries, for 106 yards rushing, 3.9 per. Move. Pat Fryer moved. Seven receptions for 66 receiving yards, 9.4 is the average per. And then Deontay Johnson, the most underrated number one wide receiver in the NFL. Five receptions for 64 receiving yards, he averaged 12.8 per. The rookie George Pickens, who is a number one receiver. This is the reason why the Steelers felt good enough, comfortable enough, strong enough to move away from Chase Claypool, sending him to the Bears as George Pickens got five for 57. He averaged 11.4 per and he had the touchdown reception, the game winning touchdown reception, 26 receptions. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, tight ends, H-backs, fullbacks, running backs. And if I didn't say it already, they're wide receivers. I'll say it again. They're wide receivers. For 244, averaging 9.4 per. And once again, one touchdown pass and reception on that end as well. Rookie to rookie, picket to pick ends. Let's go black and gold. Luke Masterson for the Raiders. Love that last name, Masterson. 10 total tackles, 6 solo, 1 tackle for a loss. Raiders defense as a team, 75 total team tackles, 48 solo tackles. No sacks on Kenny Pickett, by the way. 5 tackles for a loss, 3 passes defense, and 4 quarterback hits. Wasn't this game an instant classic with everything surrounding it, right? You got the unfortunate loss of Franco Harris. Was not expecting that. Only God knows when... A man's life will end, or a woman, for that matter. I talked a little bit about that a few days ago. I mean, the Jersey retirement, a football life, Franco Harris, and then the way the Steelers won that game. Only three head coaches in the history of Pittsburgh. Three. Three. And the current one has been coaching in Pittsburgh over 10 years. And he's an African-American and he has two Super Bowl championships. Not only that, Terry Bradshaw held down the fort for years. Steelers should have drafted Dan Marino from University of Pittsburgh, by the way, but they didn't. Few years later, they get Ben Roethlisberger. He's there for 18 years. Two Super Bowl victories, one Super Bowl loss. And then the Steelers don't make the same mistake that they made with Dan Marino. Kenny Pickett from the University of Pittsburgh, just like Dan Marino. But this time, the Steelers draft him after Roethlisberger retires. And they've had so many great wide receivers over the years. Hines Ward, Antonio Brown. God rest his brain. God bless his brain and his emotions. Um, So many. I can't even name all of these guys. That's just a few. Deontay Johnson, right? George Pickens is going to be a great one. He's a rookie right now. Um, uh, Wallace, that's the guy I was trying to think of. Emmanuel Sanders, so many great number one wide receivers over the years in Pittsburgh. Too many for me to name, but those are a few. Again, Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, um, George Pickens. Antonio Brown. Heinz Ward is the guy that everybody thinks of. Let's go back to the 70s. Len Swan. Enough said, right? How about tight ends? Heath. Miller. We know Friar moved is going to be a great one. Moved. Right? I mean, three head coaches in their history. And just great defenses over the years. They're always relevant. And... The owners always do the right thing. It hasn't come out into the public when they have not done the right thing. And if they have, they've been accountable for it. Unlike a lot of these other NFL franchises, my Dolphins and my Falcons included. Robert Spillane. 12 total tackles, 7 solo. Cameron Hayward, 7 total tackles. Four solo, two sacks last uh, Saturday night. Excuse me, I know I was going to do that eventually during the show because it's two nights removed from this game. Three for four loss for Cam and Hayward. Uh, pass defense and two quarterback hits. His brother, I believe, Connor Hayward, he ultimately ended the game sealing the victory for the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, after Cameron Sutton got that interception. Speaking of interceptions, Arthur Marlott, cornerback for the Steelers he got an interception Minka Fitzpatrick the former Miami Dolphin first round draft pick got an interception and then Cameron Sutton ended the game sealed it with the interception Denzel Perryman from the U for the Raiders he got an interception against the Steelers as well and then he got hurt left the game Pittsburgh Steelers defense total tackles 58 total team tackles 36 solo tackles three sacks of the game last night on uh Derek Carr I just did it again not last night Saturday night excuse me Six tackles for a loss, seven pass defense, and five quarterback hits to go with the three sacks on Derek Carr last Saturday night, Christmas Eve. This has been the Profits Pick Saturday night, Christmas Eve. NFL special results show. My prediction, Pittsburgh 26, Raiders 16, and the actual final score was pittsburgh 13 raiders 10 and just to remind everyone out there yet again it's not for me to predict the actual final score it's for me to predict the winner of the game not to nail the final score but it does happen from time to time and you can go and listen to every single show all over i believe it's almost 2,000 of them now if you want to And you can find the ones in which I nailed the final score in because it does happen. And that's not talking boastfully or bragging or being prideful or arrogantly. That's just saying the flat out truth. 138. 93 and 2 is my current record right now on the year. Once again, my current record is 138. 93 games incorrect and two ties overall on the year. And 8 and 6. Five on Saturdays this 2022 NFL season in prime time I'm currently undefeated Thursday night, Saturday night Sunday night, yes sir, 3-0 one more prime time game tonight to end week 16 Chargers at Colts I'll talk more about that on tomorrow but 28-20 and 20 in prime time 8 games over 500 in prime time that's it. I'm done for now. Coming up next, Sunday Night Football results show, and then I'll take that brunch break. And then I will give you all the winner for the final Thursday Night Football game of the year. Once again, I said Pittsburgh 26 to 16 over the Raiders and it was 13 to 10. Happy holidays everybody one.